You are listening to the Struggling Beautifully podcast. Don't forget, whatever stage of life you're walking through or sometimes stumbling, it's important to look above and anchor yourself to the one who controls it all. The best part of life is finding your people, people who walk with you through the fire. That's what we're here for. Daily inspiration, burning questions answered, and how to always look above. I'm Brooke. And I'm Peyton. And we are Struggling Beautiful. Hey guys, welcome back to the Struggling Beautifully podcast. Today it is just me. And um, this is going to be kind of a more personal podcast um, because it's something that I've personally been struggling with recently and it's fighting intrusive thoughts with truth. Um, I want to preface this by telling you a little bit of my testimony. In the beginning of my walk with God, I began to question morality. I began to question existence. Um, Just thoughts telling me that you're going to do this, you're going to do this. Um, Like all basically feeding into the lie and the fear that I'm going to push everyone I love away and... Um, I hurt everyone I love and you are evil beyond repair and you're unredeemable. Like these thoughts, but in more extreme ways, um, is what the enemy has been whispering in my head. And so I was redeemed from that for a very long time. I battled it with truth and at some point I just found peace. Um, but I feel like, you know, it's come back, you know, um, in the past like three or four days, I watched something that triggered it and it's began to go again and I believe that God is allowing me to go through this for a specific reason maybe to help one of you out there maybe to teach me that I don't need to be in control of all things because he's in control um and like I'll get more into that throughout um the podcast but basically I want you to know that you are not alone and even Christians deal with these thoughts but we need to understand how we can take the power of this thought and put it onto God Um, Because basically what an intrusive thought is, it is any thought that causes worry or fear and it's actually from the enemy and it's from our flesh and um, it it's so effective in isolating you and taking you out of community and making you question all of reality. And it, it causes literally physical harm. Like to me, I literally like, I get nauseous, I throw up and it's persistent. It's not just one thought. It is a persistent consuming thought that you are not wanting to have. Um, and then when you try to get rid of it and you try to stuff it, it just becomes worse. Because when you tell yourself, oh, I don't want to think about this anymore, you just continue to think about it more and more and more and more and more. And it ends up destroying who you are. It takes away your personality. I know that that's been doing it for me this morning. I woke up crying, sobbing, because I didn't want these thoughts. And it is a battle, guys. I want to tell you, we are at war with our minds every single day. God calls us to a renewal of our minds. Like, Like, we cannot be thinking with the logic of this world. We need to be looking to God. And so I want to give you a few points. And then I want to talk about application, about, like, how the enemy uses these thoughts later. But I, the first point is that we need to remember that God is sovereign over all things. And he is greater than the darkness. Um, and I think this is really important because I actually, I'm going to read this like little Devo that I actually found that's like been so crucial to helping me. But basically it says nothing that we deal with, including our restless wandering mind is outside of his domain. This means that God not only understands everything about our minds, but he's also able to redeem even the very thoughts in our heads. And as I was looking through the Bible, um, and 
talking about how God knows our every thought, it brought me to Psalms 139.4, which is even before a word is on my tongue, behold, O Lord, you know it altogether. Um, in Psalms 94.11, the Lord knows the thoughts of man, but that they are but a breath. Um, and then 1 John 3.24, whenever our heart condemns us, God is greater than our heart and he knows everything. And I think that's very crucial in understanding that God knows our every thought. He is the way maker. He knows the way. He knows how this is going to play out. And so when we look to the future thinking that we know the way and we know the, what's going to happen, sometimes these thoughts have a way of messing that up. Um, at If Gathering, uh, Bianca said this great thing, like darkness has a way of when you're walking in the light, like you you know where you're going, but all of a sudden when it's dark, you, you lose um, perspective, like you lose um, sight of where you're going and you become confused, you become worried, you become scared, you become worried about what's around the corner. And that's what these intrusive thoughts do is it like plants a seed of darkness whether that's through you watching something, you hearing something, someone talking about something, it allows room when we are not guarding our hearts and minds for the enemy to place a seed of doubt and of fear and allow that to grow and consume you. Um, so I think it is important when you're dealing with this to remember that God is sovereign over all things, even your thoughts. He knows every single thought. So when you feel like you can't go to him or you can't go to other people because they don't know what you're going through, God knows the fullness of what you're going through. He knows the fullness of what you're thinking and he still died for you. And I think it's important that you remember that he can redeem those thoughts and he understands them and they are not above him and, and he is over all the darkness. Um, Oh, what's this? There's a verse that's coming to my my mind, but oh yeah, it was in Genesis two. Let me look this up really fast, guys. Um, Genesis two is basically talking um about the foundations of the world, and in the beginning, like there was darkness. Um, yeah. So thus heavens. This is Genesis two. I meant Genesis one, guys. One verse two. Yeah. So you know, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void and darkness was over the face of the deep so notice that like the world was out form and there was darkness over the face of the world so remember darkness and the spirit of god was hovering over the face of the waters so remember that god is even there in those dark times but then verse 3 it says and god said let there be light and there was light and so this was a crucial verse verse <laughs> verse and showing me that you know God is sovereign over even the darkness. When he commands the darkness to flee, it will run. If you know the song Tremble, it's like, um, Jesus, like, Jesus, Jesus, you make the darkness tremble. And I know I can't sing, guys, but I'm trying to make light of the situation. <laughs> but literally, like, God has the power to cast darkness out. The enemy has already lost. So when we remember this, we know that God is victorious over the darkness. He's victorious over our intrusive thoughts. So you need to remember that God is sovereign over all things, even your thoughts. And he can use them to help someone. He can use them to renew you. You know, we're, 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 um, transformed by the renewal of our minds. Gold. Oh, 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 oh. We were fined by fire thinking about that um and and trial and through trials um 
God is bringing us further to perfection. He's perfecting us through trials to become more like him and he will finish the work that he started in you. So we need to grasp onto this reality and not focus on ourselves and what we're feeling and focus on the fact that God is sovereign over even our thoughts and he knows them and he can redeem them. Second point, we need to remember that when we feel out of control, it's okay because God is really the one that's in control. Um, We know he will not allow our foot to slip. We know he holds all things together through the power of his word, guys, or the word of his power. Um, And also remember that, like, we aren't meant to carry this kind of weight. That's why God says that all you who are are burdened and heavy laden, come to me and find your rest. He wants us to find rest in him. And he wants us to turn our eyes to him. And we need to remember that we can't have our eyes focused on ourselves and our feelings because we can't redeem ourselves. We aren't in control of it, and that's okay. That's something that I need to preach to myself is that you don't need to be in control of it all. God is control of your every action. He's controlled. He's in control of how all things work. He knows the way. Again, he is the way. He created all things, even you, and he intricately designed you and the way you think, and he knows the way you think, and he is sovereign over even your actions. And so when we realize that we have no control and that there's nowhere we can go, I think that's also in Psalms 139, like neither if I ascend to heavens or go down to Sheol, like there you are, Lord. Like we cannot escape his presence. He is so beyond what we can grasp mentally. And I think we put Jesus in this and God in this little box of this is God, you know, he applies to my life, but you know, He's just God, and actually, I have so much power in myself and my mind, which is actually what manifestation is, is like thinking that you have the power to make things a reality, and you have this power, and you are like God, but God actually is greater than our thoughts, greater than our desires, like, he is in control of all things, like, he literally created us, he created us, guys, Um, and I think that's so comforting that I don't have to be in control. And I think that is why I have intrusive thoughts because, you know, they leave me feeling so out of control and it bothers me because I want to be in control. And I think in the past through my testimony, when I felt like I had control, I was like, okay, this is great. And I applied it to relationships in my life and thinking about moving out of state for college or getting married and not knowing who that person is like I don't have control over it and it freaks me out and it starts a spiral of anxiety and I feel like God may be allowing me to go through this in order to teach me like girl I need you to give me the control and realize that I have control because intrusive thoughts get you to that point of like self-destruction where you're like okay I am out of control but I'm gonna hold on to God is in control and I know I've said this like 1600 times but we really need to pound it in that he is in control You might not feel like it, but you can sure dang well know that your God is in control. He is sovereign over all things, even your thoughts. And he understands your thoughts before you even think it. Like, come on, guys. That's that's pretty, pretty amazing. So I want to give you a few application points. So when you get a thought or a feeling... Um, you need to realize that these things are like fly. They, they just come and go. They're hard to capture. They're, they're very confusing. Um, but I need you to ask yourself, is this thought glorifying God? And two, are these thoughts producing faith or is it leaving me in worry and fear? And I want to bring this point up because I asked myself these questions and, um, 
I know that the enemy comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. I know that the enemy comes with confusion, with fear. I know he comes with guilt and with condemnation. But I know that my God, when he tells me of my future, he comes with peace. He comes with gentleness. He comes with conviction. He doesn't confuse me or leave me in worry or fear. But I think the reason why we're holding on to these thoughts so much is because as humans, It is easier for us to focus on what went wrong rather than what went well. And the reason why I think that is is because it hurts so bad to get hurt and we're scared of the worst thing happening. We tend to focus on it over and over and over again because we think that we have some control by if we think of the worst circumstance, we can keep it from happening. And the thing is we don't have that power. We don't. So that's back to the control factor of giving it to God and realizing that he is in control over all things and putting your reassurance on him and so these questions specifically really call out the enemy because we have a way of thinking oh maybe this is actually the truth that because I'm thinking this like this is going to come true but you know the enemy is is the king of lies you know like like he's gonna come and the way he speaks to you and leaves you feeling this worry and fear and I think by even your feelings like uh, there's this one quote that feelings are, I think I've already quoted this on podcast, but like they're great passengers, but horrible drivers. They're great passengers in the, f- in the fact that they help notif- us notify things. Like, you know, when you have these fear, this fear and this worry and this anxiety, you need to realize this by no means is from God. It's not. And so you need to realize that this is attack from the enemy. And then you need to go back to your basics knowing that God already won. And something that I've been working on this week. Um... And so, I just kind of want to um, go in the way of, like, how I have handled this situation, Um, which is basically, like, how I've noticed the enemy uses these intrusive thoughts is it has a way of coming in and makes me feel worried, it makes me feel scared, and I already told you the point of, like, basically, like, we focus on the bad to try to prevent it. And I think the enemy knows that. So he places it in there to focus us on the bad. And then I think he has a way of defying all logic. Like through my feelings. He makes me focus so much on my feelings. It feels like, oh my gosh, I'm worried. Oh my gosh, here I am. What am I going to do? And then by focusing me on my worries, he's focusing me on myself. And by focusing you on yourself, he's taking your sight off of God. And when your sight is off of God and you begin to isolate yourself and take yourself out of community... You begin to, um, you begin to just crumble at this point because, um, mm, guys, it's slipping from my mind. Hold on. Um, because like in the darkness, guys, without community and without truth, he can tell you whatever he wants to tell you. And if we are focused on our feelings, we're never going to get past it because we're never going to feel better. And he's going to continue to keep us in this place of feeling because I feel like the enemy has a way of putting these intrusive thoughts in order to hinder us and keep us in this spot of darkness so that the Lord cannot use us. But if we decide to get up, to put our perspective back on God, God will help you fight these intrusive thoughts and he will use you in the middle of it. And that is so much greater than feeling like crap every single day of your life. It's so much better to trust God and to fight than to sit here worried and scared and angry every single day of your life because that's what the enemy wants for you he just wants to distract you long enough to hurt you to take you out of the equation like we are dangerous 
to the enemy. If we face these intrusive thoughts and we overcome them with the strength of the Lord, we can use them to release people from these shackles of anxiety. We can use them to minister to people about how the Lord has brought us out of this place of hell. Like literally like intrusive thoughts literally are mental hell and torment. And if we can overcome them with Christ Jesus, how much more will we be able to be joyful and proclaim that God is king, that he has overcome the grave, that this is what the Lord has done for me um, and help other people in these same places. Like, guys, we are living in a society of anxiety and pain and depression and fear and violence. And we've come accustomed to that. And the enemy can use it to insert intrusive thoughts and insert anxieties and worries. But the Lord can also use it to free you, to to give you knowledge of, of, of what, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but basically give you knowledge of how to overcome the enemy and then use that to help another person. And that's another salvation story. Um, and so I want to bring this back in to a few tactics that I have used to remember that God is good because what the enemy does is he convinces me to focus on myself. And then in that place where I'm thinking about myself, he's like, okay, well, God's not real because you don't feel like he's real. And when he focuses you on your feelings, um, you begin to convince yourself to look at yourself and your feelings and he can take your current feeling that that God is not there in order to rip you away from the peace that you have being God. God is our only source of peace. So if he gets you focused on your feeling, your feeling could also be, oh, God's not here. I don't feel like God is here. And because you're focused on your feeling rather than focusing on God and choosing to have faith, he has a way of doing that in order to strip away that only source of peace that you can go back to. And, um, that's true because if he can if he can convince you that, oh, just because you feel like God's not here right now, that just means he's not real. So this is this and this, this is going to happen. I've noticed when I get to that frame of mind, I begin to crumble because God is the source of peace. God is our peace and our comfort. And he wants to take you away from that. So don't let him take you away from that. Um, and he will cause you to isolate yourself from people so he can continue to whisper these lies to you. And honestly, it bothers me that just because we think something, we automatically believe it. Like if somebody told you, hey, I don't think God's real or hey, I think you're going to be a crazy person when you grow up, you wouldn't believe them. But it's like because we think it, we automatically think it's true. Like we have an enemy that is working against us, guys. And you need to realize just because you think it, it's not true. And we've even seen that in like in normal society, like people are like, oh, I think I'm ugly and they're actually beautiful. Like just because your mind tells you that you're not beautiful doesn't mean that you're not beautiful. Like our mind isn't fact. It is thought, it is opinion. And this is why it is so crucial that we find truth. Um, so, um, hold on. So we need to seek the wisdom of God and not the wisdom of the world and self. So I'm going to give you some tips now of the next time you are dealing with these thoughts. I want you to walk through the steps of logic and, and truth and the reality of God. I want you to go all the way back to the beginning of creation. How are we here? And I want you to walk through the steps of what brought you to Christ. For me, it's literally the logistics of like, how do we get here? The intricacies of my hands and my minds and my thought and the people around me and the universe that has to have something more 
than just the Big Bang Theory. Or um, the fact that the Bible is written by 42 different authors over this huge span of time. And how it never once contradicts itself. Or how, like, prophecies have been becoming true. Like, in all ways, I don't know what, like, do some research. But, like, I don't know what moves you the most. But I want you to logically go back and think through, there has to be a God. There has to be a God. And so once you get to that and you get to the fact that this logically makes sense for Christ to be real, then I want you to remind yourself of what he's already done. Don't focus on your feelings right now. I want you to focus on what God has done in your past um, and praise him for that. And then after that, I want you to surrender your fears and anxiety to him. Let it out through tears, through conversations, through prayers. You have to combat it with the word of God and we need community to remind us what is true. And so while these steps might seem like a little like what? Like I think it's really helped me in the past to get me off of myself and remind me of God. Because what the enemy does is he literally defies logic. Like my mind, like it is not logical for these things to be true, but I trust them because I think it. And because I think it, I need to surrender these thoughts to God. I need to go back to the basics and I need to remember what God says. And I need to remember that he is God and that he is sovereign over all things and that he is in control and that he shows me through life itself that he is real and that he is here and that he loves us he throws me he shows me through community about how his heart is towards us that as a church we are to love one another we are to encourage one another and when one brother is down or one sister is down we need to give them truth in order to raise them up and and push them towards Christ and the same thing is going to happen to us so don't allow the enemy to lie to you and to take away your peace and to take away your relationship with God even though he can't do that I don't want him to distract you from what God has already done what he says about you like we need to be listening to the voice of God in these moments where the voice of the enemy is so loud because the enemy has lost and he will distract you and he will hold you in this place and why give him the time of day because he is already lost why give him a momentary victory when we could be living in the fullness of what God has for us? He has so much planned for you. And these thoughts and these anxieties, he ha- that's almost like a blessing that he has given you this responsibility to give you the ability to overcome it, to be a a a warrior for his kingdom guys we are warriors if you face intrusive thoughts you are warriors and so i want you to know this and i want you to know that you are not alone you're understood and you are heard and i want you to go and i want you to fight this i want you to pray i want you to get into community i want you to cry i want you to know that your god loves you he knows every single thought you have before you even speak it and he is able to redeem it if you would just let him if you would just open yourself up if you would just let go of the control if you would just pray lord take these thoughts from me lord i don't know the way but you know the way you are the way you are the truth and you are the light god you have power over the grave god You've defeated it once and you will defeat it again. You will take me out of this place. I know you will surround me with your comfort. I can find peace in you. And when I don't understand these thoughts, Lord, give me assurance that I don't need to understand them because you understand them. You understand the plans of the enemy and you know how to get me through this. So stop focusing on yourself and start focusing on God, guys, because I love you and we are going to be able to fight this together. Have a great week, guys.
listening to the Struggling Beautifully podcast. We are so glad to have you join us on this journey. Don't forget to follow our Instagram and our TikTok at Struggling Beautifully Pod so you can see when we upload new episodes every Monday, as well as be filled with daily encouragement and scripture. You can also leave questions in our DMs as well as in a form linked in our Instagram bio. Thank you again, your host, Peyton and Brooke.